So the trailer for Godzilla vs. King Kong is, like, really big right now. With and the hottie from Stranger Things. Yeah, which is... The hottie... Are you talking about Eleven? The bald Zach, little girl? you ruined what I was going to say with your fucking perversion. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so... I haven't seen it. All I've all I've read is it has the girl from Stranger Things. And oh, I you thought it was the thought, older girl? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes, hey, please, hey, God. Let me bring it back. Let's let's. Okay. So, <laughs> hey guys, I got something I, I, I want to fucking talk about. All right. All right. So, the trailer for Godzilla vs King Kong is really big right now. I think it's the most ridiculous concept ever put to script, let alone screen. The one thing breathes fire and sometimes lightning. The other one's a monkey. <laughs> yeah, but apparently he gets a big ass. I don't so, like, give that's a gonna fuck. Do hey, right? bud, <laughs> I breathe lightning at you. And I have, like, impenetrable skin. And you're a big monkey. Yeah. And like, we've watched the anime of Godzilla, right? Like how the whole world is trying to beat Godzilla and yeah. it's kind of hard. Godzilla's fucking terrifying. And But yeah, hey, man. don't worry, guys. We got a big monkey. So is the monkey on the human side? Yeah, the monkey's like fighting for the humans because for some reason Kong fights for humans now. I'm pretty sure it's because of the girl from Stranger Things being like friends with it. But like that Uh seems fucking messed up. It's like, hey, little girl, you're friends with his monkey. Make him fight. Make him fight. (laughs) Yeah, and they've also announced that there's 100% going to be one of them that loses. And the two options for that are either Godzilla loses, which is ridiculous, or King Kong loses, and we just get to see a monkey die on screen. I don't understand. I swear (laughs) they're going to pull Batman versus Superman, where it's like, oh, these two people are going against each other. And then there's just going to be a third monster that's even stronger. So, you know, they both have to fight it. And it's going to be fucking cheesy and stupid. I'm calling it now. That doesn't sound bad. Oh, it does, though. It's Yeah, but they're going to bond over the name of an animal that they both know. Yeah. You know, like, they're Mirtha? gonna say Mothra. Mothra. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a moth uh, character in one of the Godzilla. Yeah, I know. It's called Is it Mothra. <laughs> There's no yes. fucking way. <laughs> Mothra. How do you know that name? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the fucking worst writing. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome back to Anime Not Be For Everyone, the show that's not for anime fans, but not not for anime fans. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm Caleb Morden, a not anime fan. I'm Brody Morden, and uh, Caleb fan. Fuck, no, anime fan. Uh, and I'm Zach, I'm just here to mediate. <laughs> <laughs> so let's first, I, I want to start this show off, this very first episode, I want to talk about the concept of the show and what you should expect to find in the episodes. I don't necessarily want to jump straight into the first anime. I want to give about five minutes, maybe max, about what uh, what we're trying to do sure. here. Yeah. Why don't why don't? Okay. How about this, Caleb? Why don't 
you talk about your first reaction about when I brought this idea to you. Brody being a really big fan of anime would always talk about it. Me being raised without any exposure to it whatsoever, I kind of have a predisposition to really not like it. So we would have these long extended conversations where he'd be throwing the concepts out at me and I would just be shutting it down i don't want to necessarily shut it down but making jokes at its expense and we'd have a good time with it so over time we 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 had these conversations other people heard it took part in it and we were like this could be something people would listen to right so diving into it here and then we brought zach into it another big anime fan just because he is always part of these late night conversations you know even though it's not late night right now, but <laughs> you know what I mean. It could be late night when they're listening to it. Who knows? Yeah, I. For me, I genuinely like the input of someone who has a biased outlook, uh, or outlook, sorry, on anime. Uh, just because I've watched several hundred hours, to say the least, probably more uh, of anime, and I have like, I just, I can kind of see where plots are gonna go. Whereas someone who's not used to the format has a very different outlook on things. Like, for example, I remember talking about One Piece once and I was talking about how their doctor is half human, half deer. And that just, like, blew your mind because of how stupid it sounds. But for anime, that's, like, not too out there, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So it lends to these conversations where we can make jokes and not necessarily... We don't want to be making fun of the anime. We also don't want to be a review show of animes in particular we we want it to be accessible for people who haven't watched it but then accessible for big fans of anime as well right because what does an anime or anime fan love more than uh talking about anime with somebody who doesn't watch it (laughs) and trying to plead (laughs) plead with them to try to just give it a chance even though uh there's probably not one uh at hand well, there's just so much anime out there, so when you find someone who's cool and you want to talk to and also has watched the obscure anime you have, suddenly you're friends. It's magic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the amount of friends I've made at work from being like, oh, bro, you watch anime? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking love it. I'm hoping... To- How many friends have you made by saying, hey, bro, you love anime? And they go, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, usually there's, like, context in between, so I wouldn't, like, just bring it up out of nowhere. Like, you you do, like, the feelers, right? You're like, oh, you like superhero shit. Oh, video games? Interesting. How's your feel on, like, animation? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. American animation's cool. What about that Japanese animation? And you just, you got feelers. You're good. It's How do you guys define anime? Personally, I think Japanese animation with some very light, restrictions i think a lot of people think avatar the last airbender is an anime but it is a nickelodeon show it definitely it definitely has the feel of an anime so like i wouldn't be opposed to doing an episode about it but i do strictly believe it is a nickelodeon show there's also another show called uh radiant that's actually a french uh uh, like manga and it's one of my favorite animes but it's not Japanese, right? So that's just my opinion. Does anime have to be Japanese? Some would say yes, and some would say no. Again, it's yeah. getting a little more blurred as more companies and more countries mm-hmm. get on the bandwagon of this particular style. Absolutely. Castlevania on Netflix? Oh, dude. All yeah. from the States. Yeah. But it looks like straight out of 
straight out of Japantown. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I think a big thing with Japanese animation is it started after the Second World War, and because the internet wasn't really a big thing back then, like, it was a, a lot smaller of a thing, but once internet became a big thing and, like, Shonen started really blasting off, it became more of a worldwide phenomenon, and because of that, other countries are t- trying to Im- uh, imitate it. So mm-hmm. that's where you get the last airbender and you get the Castlevania and you get the Radiance, right? But some of them are genuinely good content. It's just there's a discussion whether it's true anime or not. And I'm sure people will hate that I say that. <laughs> okay, so we've gotten the definition of what we consider anime. And then what would we say? What is our aim with this show? I'd like to just expose them both to you as my friend and to anybody listening. Yeah, like... I, I don't want this to be, I, I like, I realize anime's in we our name. I don't them. want it to be a strictly anime fan podcast. I want people to be able to come from all walks of life and just have fun with us. Listen to, like, the crazy stories. I am a fan, but, like, me and Zach are both going to rip on these shows because it's fucking wild, some of the shit that's written. And it's stupid, and it's it's silly, and it's great, and I can't wait to get into it. I think what we're putting forward is that it's not going to be necessarily an anime podcast, but a comedy podcast with like an anime backdrop to it. Yes, everything needs a frame, but in the center of every frame is a genre. Yeah. This is a horror show, but it's horror about technology. This is... And if you are an anime fan, don't worry that we will be like just constantly making fun of your favorite show that's not our aim either the idea is to use that as like a jumping off point for our jokes and trying to like bring some humor to the situations right a bit of levity into today's life right like might be yeah might be useful for some people right now anyways today i wanted to talk to you caleb about sword art Ooh, sword art online yeah so uh just some quick pointers it's uh it's like a vr game similar to like ready player one almost um it's a pretty new technology and he uh the main protagonist kirito uh jumps into it after being a beta tester on it so he has a bit of knowledge of the game in general but they call him this thing that like cringes me out throughout the entire series because he's a beta tester they think he's like cheating because he knows things so they call him a beater beta tester (laughs) cheater and it's just it's hard i thought you were gonna say they call him a beta well they they could beta bitch (laughs) but at least beta would be like i don't know kind of cool but beater just sounds so stupid maybe it sounds cooler in japanese i don't freaking know (laughs) A beater. Yeah, anyways. Like, because he beat the game? No, because he, or he's, he's a beta tester. Beta tester cheating. Because he, because he knows knowledge. So they call him a beater. Would you say that's cheating? If you took part in a beta no. test on a video But game? now that this game is your life, it seems a little unfair that someone got born and already knows how to do their taxes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, I haven't really gotten to the, the, the reason why they're even caring about this at all, because it's a video game. Who freaking cares? They do, because they don't want to freaking die. Right? I'm talking about the fact that they could die if they lose all their HP, or try to leave the game, and they have to beat the game to leave. So it's legitimate a video game that people get trapped in. Yes, thank in. you. 
Do you have to beat it to escape, uh, or do you just... Yeah, so, like, the, the rules and regulations essentially around it are if someone tries to tamper with your gear, like, take it off, you fucking are brain dead, all right? Yep. Um, you can uh, try to beat the game, which no one has made it even halfway through uh, during the beta test, so it's a, a pretty massive game. Could they leave during the beta test? Yeah, yeah. During the beta test, it was fine. It was just a fun game. That's why so many people were excited to get in there. There was a massive... Did they... Okay. Did this company trick them into being like, oh, psych, you're stuck now? Basically. Or like, the, the creator of the game really? uh, waited till everyone was in, then made all their avatars look like they're actual people. So, like, there was a bunch of, like, fat dudes who were, like, chicks that were like, oh, no. Little I'm girls, and they switched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he told them all. Yeah. And, yeah, he uh, traps them all in there and is just like, hey, uh, sucks to be you. If you want to get out of here, you're going to have to beat my awesome game. But uh, try to leave and you're dead. Lose HP and you're dead. Just fuck with me and you're dead. So, like, this should be fun. And yeah. it happens over, like, a span of a long-ass fucking time. Like, these people uh, quickly are brought into hospitals and, like, hooked up to machines so they can, like, survive. Yeah. On the first day, 20% of the population died because they freaked out and tried to tear off their shit. It's, uh, it's, like... Wait. It's a gruesome... Sh- why why did so many people try it at once? You think once it was you launch day. being locked It was in, launch day. Yeah, launch so everyone day. comes in at the beginning of the game. Everyone's excited, playing mini-games at, like, the starting area, trying to level up or whatever. And then the first announcement happens, and then the guy's like, by the way, you bitches are my prisoners now. Okay, I'm gonna point this out, because I like to relate things to other media content. That's okay? good. <laughs> this sounds like Spy Kids 3D. I know. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> that might be ridiculous. But Spy Kids 3D has that exact plot. These two kids get into a VR game. They get trapped in it. They have to beat it or else they die. Which, when you think about it, for a kids movie, it's a little intense. About spies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they're always in danger of death because they're spies. But but it was know. in 3D. Yeah, and like. Yeah, I agree, Caleb. It is similar. It's like two kids that are stuck in it compared to thousands of people. That have to create a life. Yeah, that aren't secret agents that are just literally just school kids wanting to play the new RPG game. It's slightly different, I'd say. I, I understand... But is it 3D, Brody? It's not 3D. <laughs> it's literally a cartoon, so it's as 2D as it could be. So you think of Spy Kids 3D as a single-player co-op experience... But Sword Art is being locked into RuneScape or World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, like the most interactive versions of that. Mm-hmm. All right, I think I'm going to keep a running tally. Uh, so far, Spy Kids has one point because it's in 3D. But uh, oh, you guys wow. can try to convince me otherwise. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Uh, we'll get there. So in uh, Spy Kids, do people get freaky? I would hope not because they're kids. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> that's what I thought, dude. So one point for uh, sword art. Also, like actual death. That's a little bit more. I'm pretty sure one of the characters. I'm dies pretty sure they kids. don't. <laughs> and if it okay. is, it's the grandpa, and the grandpa's like 150 anyways. It's fine. Yo, that was sick when he got his suit. Yeah, it was. I remember He's like, I can name. walk again, Johnny, or whatever yeah. the fucking kid's name was. Yeah. Oh, that it movie was, was Judy. Sick. Judy. Which is weird, because it was... You almost got it. <laughs> it's June-y, June-y by the way, son of a bit. <laughs> okay, so do Spy Kids have a super hot redhead named Asuna? Has a super hot red redhead named Junie. <laughs> <laughs>
think we just established this for <laughs> so one point for each. Okay? Not bad. <laughs> yeah, so like the world that they live in in this game is just riddled with death and people just refusing to play the game at this point there's a lot of people on like the bottom few levels of like the world there's a hundred levels they need to progress through to get to the top and they just they've given up but like certain factions or uh guilds of people are working together to try to beat the game right people are dying left right and center still but they're progressing right are they dying from things in the program or can you kill each other in the game oh both (laughs) yes and you said this guy's name is Kitty Toes? Kitty Toe. <laughs> Achilles Toes. I'll say in the most uh, Americanized accent as possible so you can get it. It's Kirito. <laughs> Kirito. Like burrito with a K. Okay, like Dorito. Yeah. Put without the cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. more angst. <laughs> more angst. <laughs> oh, you're telling me he's like a horny boy. No, no right? horn. No horny. Just. It's definitely. <laughs> coming of age during that first season for sure oh yeah i have a question yeah absolutely do you show up as yourself in the game or do you get to pick what you look like i, I already mentioned it it's fine i'll, I'll mention it again the your avatars were were turned into what you look like as yeah. real people on the first day you chose your avatar the boys being like oh no i'm not a girl anymore oh you didn't get to choose it zach wouldn't be able to fool everybody into giving them his their pokemon or whatever <laughs> Sidebar, I played a Pokemon MMO, and I made my avatar a girl. You got to play the first four games, basically back-to-back, and keep all your Pokemon and money and stuff. And some late nights, I would find other people in the same state of the game as I, and I would talk to them, and they'd usually be boys from Puerto Rico. And because I talked to them nicely, they would give me free Pokemon and money and potions and shit, and I would just say thank you with a smiley face. And they were happy, I was happy. Nothing happened. (laughs) He was definitely a woman in that ca- that situation. Yes, my so. avatar had blonde hair. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm selling your body for Pokemon. I am evil. I, <laughs> I never asked. I never asked for a thing. Let's get that straight. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave it to you. Now you know what it's like to be a woman, right? People just Easy. fucking give you shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they're in the game. Wait, are we? So they're in a game. They gotta get out. So Kitty Toe has a friend. Yeah, Asuna, who's the hot redhead, not from Spy Kids. Anyways, um, the two of them get really close, and he ends up joining uh, the guild that she's a part of because uh, the leader Heathcliff did some some cheating. But that's beside the point. And <laughs> they get to know each other, and she's like. I'm going to paraphrase here pretty heavily, so just get ready for it. She's like, hey, Kirito, we should totally fucking bone, dude. And he's like, no, let's get married instead. And uh, they don't bone, and he just, like, marries her, kind of, in a video game. And that's when they meet their little pseudo-baby. They don't bone? Koji bone in the game? Is it like that Black Mirror episode where you can do your friend? (laughs) If you're gay in the game, are you gay in real life? (laughs) That's the real question. I say no. <laughs> of course you say no. Let's not get into that. <laughs> oh, fuck. So anybody who's a fan of Black Mirror, uh, there's an episode with a very cool VR slash reality switching technology. It's just a fighting game that two guys that are best friends since childhood like to play sometimes. Oh, wow. And... The, f- the fighting gets a little bit horny, and shit happens, because one's playing as a girl, and 
It just goes through the uh, implications of uh-huh. this weird ass friend love and how it wrecks relationships. Brody died. <laughs> as you're talking about this, I and I made one this. comment where I was like, "Yeah, like college like chick," and my buddy Steven's like the guy. <laughs> <laughs> And now it's a meme. So if anybody else has seen that episode and has a really good friend that they were thinking about while watching that episode, maybe put a comment down below and make me not feel so awkward. Just say it's uh, not gay. Yeah, just it's not gay. It's not gay if it's in VR. Not that being gay is bad or wrong yeah, or anything. Yeah, I just think just... that's important for us to throw in there too. But like, he is not a homosexual. It's just, it's funny when you're straight as shit. Maybe, but sometimes we doubt it. <laughs> But if it's a VR girl, is it a girl? I don't think it matters, because they were fucking each other's minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, in Sword Art, <laughs> do people find each other if you knew someone? Like, if oh, three of us jumped into the game, yeah. would we look for each other? Because Maybe. Did, was Kirito just, like, a lo- loner? Yeah, he was. And, he, uh... he was a loner until uh, he met this group of people, and they all fucking died oh, gruesomely. No. Give us more. Okay, so after defeating one of the the first floors, he decides to be a little bit more social. And he meets this girl, and she's like, hey, you should come with me and my group, and we can do some dungeon hunting. And he's like a super high level at this point. He's like, uh, yeah, sure, like, I'll And help. you can't see each other's levels, by the way. Yeah, you can't see each other's levels. So he's being like, Loki, like, yeah, I'm a beginner too, or whatever, right? So you can fully catfish people in this game. I yeah, guess. but that's, that's <laughs> not what he was going for. He just wanted, wanted to, to protect be. He was undercover bossing this place. He wanted yeah. to protect her, all right? He he felt <laughs> he felt a friendly connection with her and wanted to, and wanted the rest of them to be friends essentially. It was it was a heartwarming moment in the show because it's actually him breaking his his normal shell of that uh, like icy uh, veneer. I don't need anybody. I don't I don't clan up. And then they all fucking get killed in a dungeon. And he's traumatized, so he goes on an eight-month trip to find this fucking crystal that will bring back someone from the dead, and then finds out it can only be used in the first ten fucking seconds. All of it was for not Eight months of journeying. So he's like, at this point, he's like fucking a broken man. And that's when him and Asuna start to become friends, and that's where their their uh, relationship builds into something else. So it's like if God went to Jesus's tomb, but he was like a month late, and the body was already rotting. <laughs> I thought I could revive this bitch whenever. Oh no! I thought I had more time. Human hours too quick. Ah, uh, devil wins. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to rewrite this fucking book, damn it. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> there's a scene where they're. Uh, sorry to make it sad again, but there's a scene where they're all sitting at the bar and tavern having a good time. They're talking about saving up money for a house so they can all live together and be more comfortable. And then they go into, like, a level 5 dungeon. Let's assume they're all level 5, but Kirito's level 20, and... Oh, Kirito is, like, level, like, 80-something at this point. But yeah, continue, sorry. And they're traveling through, right, defeating level 5 monsters. And I guess coded into the game are secret rooms that are exponentially more difficult, right? Almost traps. So they enter into a room. There's a treasure chest in the middle. They're like, oh, cool. The little girl runs for it, and Kirito's, like, getting bad vibes. 
And then as soon as she touch the, touches the chest, the door locks, and they're all stuck in there, and it spawns a whole bunch of level 20 enemies, and they just start getting killed one by one, and Kirito's, like, killing everything, trying to, like, get to them in time, and they're getting swords in the chest and shit. Oh, my fucking God. Like I said, fucking gruesome. <laughs> and then he leaves, and he, he tells the one guy of the group that everybody died in a dungeon, and the guy's holding the keys to their house, and then that guy just steps onto the bridge ledge and jumps off what the heck <sighs> yeah well, his man. entire essentially family the people that he like is loves gone. And has been with for years now in this game i'm not sure it's been years it's been year at least right they all fucking died brutally and they were planning on like having a pseudo life together in here like they were the cutest group of people they just genuinely loved each other they were so friendly and fun we'll go into how it's beaten in a little bit um Okay. Like, so just just keep in mind the guild that I said Asuna was with and the, the guild leader named Heathcliff. Uh, the cat? Sure. Heathcliff is an uh, important recurring uh, character, to say the least. He had the idea that we need to band together and actually treat this like a job so we can start clearing floors and clearing bosses so we can get to that. Yeah, that's one of his ideas. <laughs> Fuck it. His <laughs> other idea was trapping thousands of people in a video game because he's the creator of the Whoa. game. Whoa! Plot twist. Whoa, twist. It was the creator, and he was in the game the whole time. So, so essentially, <laughs> what happens is there's this monster that's like one hitting motherfuckers, and they're like, "Oh, Kirito, Asuna, we need your help." So they come in and just like narrowly survive. And then Kirito looks over at my man Heathcliff and sees that like his health bar is, like, doing just fine. And there's people dying everywhere. So he goes and, like, tries to smack him and realizes he's got, like, an impenetrable shield on him and realizes this dude is, like, the fucking god of the game. Like, he's the one who created it. So they have a one-on-one battle where he turns off his, his, like, pain sensitivity bullshit and then he just fucking gets killed by Kirito. Is that how it works? He was supposed to be the original first boss for like the for like the hundredth floor, but because Kirito finds him out, he like rewards him with like I'll just duel you now. He <laughs> skipped to the final boss. Cause when you smack something in the game that is like just an item, it gives you a little pop up that's like immovable object. And when he went to attack him, who's supposed to be a person, it like bounced off. It's like immovable object. It's like yeah. what? But what you guys are telling me is Kirito is a speedrunner then, right? Just jumps to the final <laughs> boss. And yeah, he, found, he found the cheats. He found the cheats. Um, so, so you think, wow, what a, what a, like, what a nice conclusion to a, the first season of an anime. And then you realize, wait, this is fucking halfway through. And then you realize, oh, the good portion's done. So. I want to do a thing. I'm going to say three different quotes from three different animes, and both you and Zach are going to try to figure out what goes with what. How's that sound? Oh. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Mini games. Uh-huh. The, uh, f- uh, the three animes, we have Kill la Kill, oh, oh, sh- Dragon Ball Z, yeah. and Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, Okay. Don't tell me anything about them. I'll gather what I can from those names. 
<laughs> I do alchemy, but only with full metal. Exactly. <laughs> I like lead and iron. <laughs> so this is the first quote I'm going to do. Fear is freedom. Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is truth. Those are the facts of this world. And you will surrender to them, you pigs in human clothing. Oof. That's one of them. That's uh, either Kill a Kill, Dragon Ball Z, or Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, are you sure, like, Hitler's Manifesto isn't uh, <laughs> got one. one of the options? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Stalin's Book of War. The next one is, uh, it's, uh, I am the hope of this universe. I am the answer to all living things that cry out for peace. I am protector of the innocent. I am the light of, in the darkness. I am truth. Uh, ally to good, nightmare to you. All right, that is John three sixteen. <laughs> Basically, it's fucking powerful, man. It gives me shivers saying it. Um, uh, and then the last one is uh, the world isn't perfect, but it's there for us, doing its best it can. That's what makes it so damn fucking beautiful. Did he actually swear? Whoa, that's an adult anime. Nice. Drop an F-bomb in there. I might, I might have thrown in the Well, F-bomb. that's not a real quote, then, Brody. <laughs> uh, my vote is, it's exactly the sequence that you set it in. The first one was Kill a Kill, the second one was DBZ, and the third one was Full, Al- full Metal. Okay. What's Caleb's guess? Uh, I'm guessing the one that Brody said he got shivers was not Dragon Ball Z. I'm guessing that was... Peter Quill. What was the first one? Kill a Quill. Kill. A Quill. Peter Quill. <laughs> There's kill a kill. Kill la kill. Like French killing. Yeah, the kill. The word kill, and then L A, and then the word kill. Kill a kill. Uh, kill Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, Dragon Ball Z and Full Metal Alchemist. So kill a kill is the, the one you said gave you shivers about God and the light and stuff. Okay. Uh, d- d- Dragon Ball Z. Was the third quote you sounded very nonchalant about saying, and then Full Metal Alchemist was the first one. All right, so the first one that I said was from the anime Kill La Kill. Dang! Ching, ching. <laughs> okay. The second That's one, one that gave shivers uh, up and down my spine was from Dragon Ball Z. Woo! Said yeah. by Son Goku. Yep. Um, Fuck yeah. The last one is from Full Metal Alchemist, uh, said by, I believe, Colonel Mustang. Colonel Mustang. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Colonel Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> With the knife in the living room. <laughs> With the full metal yeah. in the Alchemist. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought that was a fun game. I don't know what you guys thought. Was... Hey, man. I, I feel good for winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that spot on, man. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> So you got Kirito waking up from his bed, and he's looking rough. Like, he's skin and bones. He's been hooked up to machines for the last, like, however long, and is literally sickly looking, right? Yeah. But he wants to find his wife, right? He wants to find Asuna, his fucking beloved, his betrothed. I feel like we didn't do enough on her, but keep going. That's fine. People who've watched the anime will know who I'm referring to. People who haven't don't give a fuck anyways. So it's <laughs> um, but, but, okay. <laughs> That's a reasonable thing to say. Okay. 
So essentially, he goes to Asuna's bedside, and she's still in a coma. She's still in the VR set, in fact. Like, she hasn't been able to get out of it. So her her father, who recently purchased the rest of the servers, and one of his business associates, who he's uh, marrying to his daughter, even though she's in a coma, it's kind of like, fucked. For money. Think Indian wedding. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it's, wow. it's, it's a fucked up situation, <laughs> nonetheless, right? And this guy seems creepy right off the get-go, but you're just like, oh. okay, this is a creepy dude, but whatever. He's Heathcliff, isn't he? No, he's not. He, I fuck. Dang. I wish he was Heathcliff because at least Heathcliff had some nobility to him. This guy's a fucking. Why he tried to murder millions of yeah, people? Yeah, but trust, trust. Like this guy's just scummier. He's fucked. Uh, so if you, since this is all about video games and being trapped in one, what video game would you guys want to be trapped in? Ooh. Fuck, dude. Brilliant question. Now, okay, now, there's two factors to this mm-hmm. in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you beat it, you survive and get out, right? So, are you going to go for the easiest video game that you can most likely survive? Or are you going to go for one where you could potentially see yourself living in that's better than this Kill, world? Kill, let me you ask know? you this. Certain video games have extra lives. Would those extra lives be usable within the real-life simulation of said video game? Yeah, I would say yeah. If you could beat it in the the realm of the video game itself, without seeing the game over screen. Yeah, no game over symbol. But like, if it's if it's uh, Dark Souls, which I really hope none of you pick that. <laughs> if it's Dark Souls and you see you died, you'd still come back to life. It's no game over. See, okay, so this is my gut feeling. I'm like, oh, I'd want Red Dead too. But then I realize it's the Wild West, and the main character he doesn't have good go things. Let me put it that way. Um. So, <laughs> if yeah, if it's Red Dead, you're just saying, can I go back and live in the Wild right? West? You're, it's just because it's a good video game does not mean that it's a good place to go live. Like, but then you're like, okay, like Breath of the Wild, but that would also be a terrifying hellscape. Oh, holy fuck, <laughs> like, man! <laughs> it's Imagine beautiful, but it's entering terrifying. into one of those shrines that's the, the 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 fighting shrine, seeing that fucking thing raise up, and you're trapped in a room now with it. Shooting lasers at Bioshock you? Infinite has a very Ooh. racist city. But if it wasn't <laughs> a racist city, I would fucking love to live there. But you're white. I feel... Yeah, I realize that, but I also don't want to live in a society that we do that shit. Anyways, fucking... Okay, alright. Like, the amount of, like, out-of-the-box thought that went into that game, after having... Pheno- like, the two, first two games are phenomenal. But because it took a different route for the third game, a lot of people just kind of, like, didn't play it. But it is just so beautiful and fun and has, like, such a colorful world above the clouds. It's so cool. And I, that would probably be where I'd like to go. Okay, so we can remove things. So Brody wants Bioshock minus racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would probably say Mass Effect minus Reapers because that within like five years in that game everybody dies. But I think it's pretty cool because it's still like our universe, but it's like in the future. Which uh, which Mass Effect series are we talking here? Uh, if, one, two, three for sure. Uh, it's just it's more established. Really? It's still Earth. I could still come back here. You know. I could still visit Earth in the future. I don't know, and you also get to see some blue alien chicks and stuff. You want to be able to have sex in the game, for sure, if you're <laughs> stuck in there for a bit. And how would that work? Would they still be AI? Would it be super easy to bang them? 
Yeah, you just have to say the, say right, the right things, things. For, yeah. for eight hours, and then you're good to go. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't talk to her after we did the mission. Now I can't bang her. <laughs> I accidentally chose the wrong dialogue option. Actually, that's pretty realistic. Yeah, that's... <laughs> All right, Zach. I'm. I've been struggling. I. Part of me wants to just say Stardew Valley, but then again, that game doesn't end. It hasn't been updated to have an end yet. What about the uh, you know? Oh, Animal Is that Crossing. Your Animal Crossing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> We got it, though. (laughs) Now give us, Brody, now let's give us a Mario. Let's see what you can do with them chords. Wow! I meant the song. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Okay, um, wait. (laughs) Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing? Which one is more livable? I think I would go psychotically bored if it was actually me in there. Because how much can you really do in either of them? Okay, I've picked all my... Especially in Animal Crossing, if I can't jump time. Wait a second. Jesus Christ. Are you limited to what you're able to do in the game? Yes. Like, from a controller point of view, or can you do other things? Well, I mean, my Animal Crossing guy could go and try to kidnap. Like, I don't know, man. I'm assuming... I just mean, like, you could start, like, an empire or something on your island. Well, like, in Sword Art, you can't just fly because you want to. stardew valley is farming it's literal you can just chores. go be a farmer I... but it's not all just farming gang you could also get killed by a slime hit on all the hot moms in the town yeah i can do that anyway <laughs> you probably shouldn't but then it's just pixelated kisses <laughs> she does make me flapjack some morning oh god yeah zach imagine living in a pixelated world good luck doing it ever again <laughs> Man, your blocks are so hot. <laughs> <laughs> your blocks are so hot. <laughs> your penis would be one pixel. Long. Show me those Whoa, square nipples. It would be two and a half, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't think you can't have a half pixel, so you're gonna have to go two or three to your bro. I would mod it to do so. <laughs> yeah, one pixel of the light color, and then another pixel of that dark head color. <laughs> All right, so Kirito gets out of hell uh, VR, and then sees that there's a creepy dad. With his his love, what what happens now? He goes home all sad, and this is when you kind of see more of his sister slash cousin slash. Oh, I don't really know what their deal is. It's yeah. Weird. Um, <laughs> she talks about how much she misses him or whatever, and then he gets an email. It's like a very fuzzy picture, but he sees Asuna in a different video game, which he later finds out is a video game called uh, Alfheim, which uh, is using the same VR tech that the uh, the Sword Art Online was using. So... Yeah, in that game, there's a really big-ass tree. The biggest tree ever. And you can fly in that game, but there's a limit to the amount you can fly. So what these characters did is they went on each other's shoulders, about ten of them, and was able to like fly, like halo jump, you know, put go on your head, yeah. and they were able to get almost to the top of the tree, and the one took a screenshot, and in there is a little bird cage with a woman in it, and it's unmistakably Asuna. Hmm. So wait, some the wherever she got sold to, she was just taken out and put into a different video game. 
yeah, to essentially molest her and, like, do terrible, terrible things to her throughout the process. So, which spurs on uh, Kirito's anger that much more, obviously, and usually the audience. If if you as the audience aren't, like, fucking furious at this dude for how he's treating, like, Asuna, something's wrong with you, in my opinion. Because <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, despicable. So, he ends up meeting this girl named Leafa in the game, and, like... They kind of have, like, not a romance. She's definitely attracted to him and, like, flirts with him all the time and stuff. Like, she's But Kirito's such a good guy. Yeah, Kirito's like, oh, no, Asuna's my, my, my bae, you know? Anyways, there's, like, a lot of, like, bullshit that happens in this game. I'm not a huge fan of the second half of the first season, if I'm being completely yeah, honest. There's factions and they fight yeah. for some reason. Which, like... The factions are important for, honestly, alicization mostly. A lot of, like, the friends they meet in this game become very important in the one of the later uh, seasons. But it's just it's just a bunch of the same shit from season one, except without actual death appending. It's essentially marriage appending, because they're going to get married in a certain amount of days. Again, she's in a coma, so I don't know how that would work, but whatever. So it's not another trapped. If you die in the no, game, you no, die in like, real life. They situation. can they can come and go in the game as much as they please. Like so, that joke I made earlier. I said if you get if you oh I said gay, but if you get married in the game, you get married in real life. Is that that's the risk of this second half? No, <laughs> kind kind of in a way. Like it's a really weird circumstance because of the the. The material they have to use is very interesting material. They can do a lot of things with it. So the fact that they're just essentially storing her consciousness in a separate game so this guy can, like, just bide his time to be, like, married off. Yeah. It's pretty fucked. It's pretty fucked. The goal was to get the marriage so he could... Like get the family money kind yeah. of thing. And I don't know Asuna, how it came to I, be. Like, you're right, but... Zach. We haven't really described Austin enough. She's a fucking babe, dude. She's like, she's. <laughs> she had the same mentality as Kirito in the first half. Like, yeah, I'm a loner. I don't need nobody. Well, maybe we can hook up, not hook up, but band together for this one mission. And they worked stupid well together. And then they, you know... And then she said, maybe we can hook up. Mm. Yeah, and then he's like, no, let's get married, which is weird. I guess that's a nice thing to do, but it just... Strange. He's a good Christian Absol- boy, absolutely. Brody. Absolutely, he's a good Christian boy. Now let's let's go back to Leafa, shall we? The girl that How he's uh, the girl that he's flirting with, this good Christian boy. Mm-hmm. So we find out that Leafa is actually his sister cousin. Oh, so you don't have to look like your oh no, not in this person game. in this not, game. Not, not in this anymore, game. No, no. Mind you, Kirito's character looks a fuck ton like Kirito, and the fact <laughs> that Leafa wasn't able to realize, yo, this is my brother. This is probably my brother. <laughs> and maybe she was doing the ultimate catfish. Honestly, yeah, there's knew. times she there's... knew the whole time. Okay, <laughs> there's times when you're like, she's got to know, right? But she doesn't fully realize until he says Austin's name out loud, and then it hits her like a ton of bricks, and she's like, oh, fuck, I'm in love with my brother. So she rushes over to him and, like, confesses her love, and he's like, mm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> what? She was hoping he'd be like, yes, sister, we must get married. I think, I think there's, like, like some adoption shit in there or something. There's... I don't think they're related related. Yeah, I don't like it's it's very together. vague at how they explain it sometimes. I'm not sure 100%. 
a la Japanese animation, the parents are never there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> parents are never there so that the children don't have a real strong connection so that they can bang whenever they want. That's the, That's the dream. Like, they never cross that line. And, like, it's just, it's very uncomfortable as the viewer. And, like, yeah, it is what it is. Thank God Kirito's like, mm, fuck no, because then the show would have been a lot stranger. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> They, they, and, like, honestly, I, like, the plot points for season, or not season two, the second half of the first season, are a lot more vague and quick, because just, like, it doesn't matter. Like, they save Asuna, he gets this thing called the World Seed, after, like, beating the dude who was, uh, molesting her and shit. That scene, though, going up the tree, yeah. it's insane. Because no one's supposed to ever get up the tree. It's kind of just put there as, like, the end goal of the game, but it was designed to not be beat. And because right. Kirito has the power of will, which actually enhances your power in these games, thanks to the first iteration, he's able to fly his way up there. And then it's epic as shit. Well, there's, like, a bunch of things that go right, right? Like, Asuna finds this key card and drops it off of, like, a tree, and, like, Kirito just grabs it. <laughs> like, just happens to... Like, you're just like, oh, sweet. <laughs> always think... Uh, yeah, it was really convenient, yeah. Lazy writing, maybe, but... Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it helped for the plot, but it was just, like, very convenient. Again, the second season, I don't think was thought out as much as the first. Or, again, this is the first season. I keep on calling it second. It just feels like another season. Okay, so sh- he saves her from the... The Christ tree. Christ like tree. tree? The giving tree or something? <laughs> the giving know. tree, Something yeah. like that. He gives it to that tree and gets her out. <laughs> and then he gets this thing called, I think it's the world seed or something seed. Um, And uh, he doesn't know what it is when he's given it, but essentially one of the buddies he made from the first game puts it online and they realize, oh, it's a... It's like a format to build your own games. It's essentially freaking what PlayStation has. <laughs> Dreams. <laughs> he got the dream egg. And uh, yeah, and that's how the rest of the series kind of uh, continues is by other so people So the rest of the games. series are like janky, barely made video games. If I know anything like Dreams. So, so the, the thing about... Uh, this series is corporations learn pretty early how important the concept of this deep uh, dive gear is. Uh, so they, there's a lot of big company money going through it, uh, which is something you see a little bit more in the, the later seasons. Uh, often actually military factions will have input in how things are going just for like essentially like human study. It's 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 interesting. Like the the later stuff again, Alicization gets really freaking cool with the the concepts that they're given. So what if we could you know go over AI and just literally create souls, and then have them populate a community, and just see what the society looks like, and then have gamers go into that society. A simulation. Yeah. So like what we're currently living oh. in, right? You got it. What if the first souls were kids and we put in real characters to kind of guide their civilization and a couple of those guides are devils and decide to instill bad lessons and shit. <laughs> so if this kind of VR technology existed, this deep dive stuff, would you guys go into it? Uh, After launch day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure nobody's going to trap you in there. Yeah. 
Don't want another Spy Kids situation. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, wouldn't it have been such a fucking cool experience to live through that? You wouldn't have been traumatized for the rest of your life. You'll never be the same oh, yeah. person. When he got out, he had to go to a special school with the other kids that were stuck in there. Because, like, you got to be learned different. Because you basically lived six lives now. And you yeah. killed people and monsters and shit. You are not a normal human. <laughs> And they're not like they're like the the groups of people from that game do become real world friends just because yeah, I love that. there was necessity of that friendship to keep you sanity. gotta stay together. Okay, so so let me give now that I understand this show, let me give a quick recap of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the best of my understanding, let's see if I know what it is. Oh, let's see if we did a good job. This guy beta tests a video game. He likes it. Seems pretty cool. Then it gets launched on launch day. It turns out there's a dude who traps them, tries to kill them all. He falls in love with somebody, tries to break down his barriers and gets gets shot down or whatever. Has a baby eventually. They gets out. <laughs> and then they climb a tree and save someone from a cage. I get yeah, it? basically. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 That's my 30 second recap. That's all you guys need to listen to. Uh, and, we'll see you next uh, week. Yeah. At yeah. the beginning of the episode, we will have a portion where it says skip to that so you just know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's all you gotta listen to. <laughs> Short little snippet. Alright, thank you everybody for listening to this episode. Uh, we're gonna have a Twitter account up. I think that is anime not B. We just shortened it down for ease of access, right? And you can follow us on Twitter or ask or ask us any questions, post some comments, whatever. Uh, also, you can email us at animenotbe at gmail.com if you have any uh, criticisms or any concerns or, or things you should suggest that we could do. Anything uh, at this point just, is welcome. Anything at this point, Can I just yeah. throw in, like, feel free to, like, rate it or spread it to your friends because we're super new right now. That's the way we're going to spread. So we super appreciate if you guys could just let your friends know if you enjoyed it. If you didn't, that's let okay. Grow up. <laughs> but let us know. Yeah. Let us know on our Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Okay, and we also want to give credit to uh, the band, the, the, the theme song. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Good Kid let us uh, use their song Down with the King from their second EP, Good Kid 2. Uh, it's, it's an awesome EP. I genuinely think you should give it a shot. Uh, and yeah, just thanks to them. Okay, so next week we're going to do a discussion on, uh, or Zach's going to lead the discussion next week on, uh, what are you choosing, Zach? We're doing Attack on Titan. Oh, so <laughs> much blood, so many screams. Oh, it's going to be nuts. <laughs> so much about the one, that one moon around Jupiter, right? You know? Titan? Are you fucked? Are you fucked? <laughs> there, it's a space anime where they attack the moon of Jupiter. It's pretty nice. intense. Yeah. I'm excited for you to. It's jump an in. island. It's named Paradiso. Okay, I'm ready for. I'm ready for sci-fi next week. All right, so uh, you can email us if you've got any comments about Attack on Titan, anything you find weird or interesting. We would love to hear that. We maybe read something out next week. Also, if we got anything wrong during this discussion. <laughs> you're welcome to tell us just realize yeah. it's for we fun om- and we don't we, really care <laughs> we omitted a lot but I, we hope we didn't get anything wrong yeah i mean me especially i don't really care so. <laughs> hopefully you don't either we're just ribbon <laughs> love ya thanks for right. tuning in gang peace
Peace Perfect. off podcast. Perfect. Woo!